Hey, it's your host, Rob Kohansky. Welcome to Local First Podcast, where I interview local business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to tell their inspiring stories about them and about their business so you can learn more about them. Just a reminder, this podcast is made possible by Home Solutions Realty. I'd really appreciate it if you would forward the podcast by sharing, subscribing on iTunes, and leaving reviews and recommendations for future guests and topics. I want to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. We have a very special guest here today, Meg Daly. Uh, she's an incredible woman helping people get her mojo back. Welcome, Meg. Hi, how are you? I'm Thanks. doing great. Thanks for show, um, coming on to the show today. Well, thank you. This is a treat. All right. So to get started, uh, before we get into what you do for people, uh-huh. tell us a little bit about your backstory and, and how where did you grow up? What did you do before you started helping people? Sure. Okay. So I grew up in Wisconsin Rapids, up in the central part of the state, went to school in Madison, and I took two uh, two seasons, winter seasons off, and uh, did some. Ski- I was a ski instructor out at Beaver Creek uh, in Colorado, which was an absolute blast. That had to be a lot of fun. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. It was kind of like, oh my gosh, La La Land, I guess. Like a working vacation. <laughs> All right. So that was fun. And then I uh, I moved back to Milwaukee, took a teaching job, and then found myself in the corporate world for probably, gosh, oh Lord, how many years? About 15 years in the corporate world in the diagnostic area. So sales and then moving into training and I ended my career there as a director of, of sales, which was a blast. Very cool. So tell me what you do now. Sum it up in you know, concise points so people can really understand, well, what are you doing now? Well, in a nutshell, I help individuals and companies get their mojo back. That's exciting. It is. It's a lot of fun. What has been uh, one of your biggest challenges as far as getting this business started and helping others? Wow. You know... I, I get asked that a lot because people will contact me who want to get into uh, coaching and corporate facilitation, and really, it's it's selling myself. Um, I spent the majority of my career um, marketing the expertise and credentials of physicians, of, of these pathologists that I worked for. And it's really, when I believe in something, I find it very easy to promote other people and products. And it was a real shift for me to step into, oh, I've got to promote myself. And and that goes so many layers we could get into that. That's that's so challenging because people don't realize, you know, whether you're interviewing for a job or trying to go out on a date, you're really selling yourself. Yes. And that's that's really key. And, you know, my daughter's in uh, college now. And and I try to tell her that. It's like, it's, it's one thing to be able to do this. I said, but when you get out there, you have to sell yourself. You do. And that's really, uh, you know, really big, and for especially young people to, to understand that. Mm, and that's where you get into that whole, am I good enough, right? And the fraud syndrome, like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's, yeah, you really have to get grounded and have a solid sense of who you are. Yeah, and be confident in who you are. Uh-huh, right. If you could go back in time to start your business, what advice would you give your younger self? Mm. <laughs> okay. I would probably say... Now, Meg, don't be so eager. Ease into it a bit more. I really jumped, right? I I literally jumped. And I was able to do that because I was financially able to do that. And I didn't have any dependents. I don't have any children. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. But looking back, (laughs) if I were talking to her, I would say, 
you know what, just ease into it. Get your practice 80% full and then move into it. And don't worry so much about the website and the business cards, you know, all that fun stuff, that pre preparation. Oh, yeah. yeah. All that stuff that helps you procrastinate. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It has to be clients. perfect. I got to have the business right, cards, right. the website, everything else. So everyone know, you know, yeah, it's exactly. What led you to becoming to do what you're doing is helping others get their mojo? You know, okay, so... Um, well, frankly, the majority of my life, I didn't have my mojo. So, you know, we, I think we were intrigued in life with things that are, we need within our own selves, right? So I always did very well professionally, but I never had that, mm, that passion for what I was doing. Um, and I, I went through a lot of, probably, I guess you could call it dark periods in my life, in terms of relationships, my divorce. And so I know what it feels like to really feel stuck and to, to have that vision of what you want, but you're just, you're immobilized in the, in the planning, right? In preparation mode and in, in the visioning mode. And so what I love to do is I love working with individuals and teams within companies to really get that mojo back and get them moving. Awesome. So let's talk about that mojo. <laughs> so earlier today, I listened to your um, your five secrets, which is very interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. you want to go into that a little bit without oh, going too, without without going too much into it, because okay. I want people to go to the website and yeah. actually listen to the recording yeah. on CoachMegDaily.com and look for the five secrets to get your mojo back. Right. Um, I listened to that today, and it was actually very inspiring. So. It, it, take us through some of those, um, mm. without going too deep, and I have a few questions for myself as well. So when I do these interviews, you know, I'm kind of selfish, mm. and I want to learn from you as yeah. well. Well, okay, can I just go off the top of my head? Because yes. I, so I, I did that about a year and a half ago, and there's never just five. <laughs> right. Any, anyone who says there's just five, no. walk away. So off the top of my head, do you want me to just give you my top five well, for this me, point in my your life? Top five, and then your, you know, why they're your top five and how they can help others. Sure. Okay. So, and this is off of a new program that I have. It's called uh, Life Refresh that I'll be launching this month. A new coaching program. It's a little bit different than traditional coaching, whereas there's a workbook, set curriculum. Uh, it's an 11-week process, and so I'm going to pull my top five from those 11, 11 steps. Number one is tell the truth, right? Come clean with yourself and step back and acknowledge the, your current reality. So often, and I'm a denial type for sure, we want to deny, to deny what is. So when we have the courage to admit what is off, that's 90%. Of, of the of the of the journey, um, the second point would be tap into. Well, actually, the second point would be really tune into what it is that you desire. I think a lot of times, myself included, and big time in in my past, I didn't have a clue about what I wanted. What, what you know? What's my preference? That's that's tough for a lot of people when you ask them. You know, what's your purpose? What do you desire? And they give you a blank stare, right? Because they've been so programmed to do what they're doing that when you ask them that, if they have to really think about it, and a lot of times they really don't know, and that takes some time. Yes. You know, it's interesting. I've done. I I did several interviews this summer with women and men on what I call this magical art of feeling good, like because we all want to feel good. And I think that is 
what is behind, okay, so we have the goals, we have the desires, but what is it that we really want? It's the feelings that we're going to feel when we hit that goal. So I'm thinking, well, wouldn't it be really cool if we could tap into that on a daily basis, those feelings? And so what I learned with interviewing people, like what feels good? The one common theme that came from my interviews was, I don't, I don't really know, because it's like the chameleon complex. We shapeshift to what other we th- what we think others want us to be. So really tuning into, and when I did these interviews and when I work with the people that I work with, that is the question that immobilizes people. What do you want? And so really tuning in, and even if you have to start with baby steps every day, like what, what do I prefer right. for make, dinner? Make a, make a list. I mean, yes. what do you really want? And it's just a small compound effects that over time, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, those small steps that are going right. to get you to where you want to go. And it's the journey. Yes. And it's the journey. It's, that's what's really cool about this. You know, part of my journey is, is here today with yes. you. And, you know, and my desire, one of them is to, to interview people yeah. and, and, and really share their information. And I found it to be really exciting because each week or each interview, I learn so much yeah. from individuals like yourself, from anything from landscaping to coaching to personal development to, to cooking so every it's my own university can i can i share something with sure, you oh my go gosh this it. is so funny i just saw an interview um someone did with oprah and i just caught a clip of it and she was talking about all the interviews that she's done over the years and she said that's why i never needed therapy i would learn every day from people and i go okay i'm not gonna do that yeah maybe i'll try that <laughs> So you're you're in a great spot. It really is, and I and I get an opportunity to speak with individuals like yourself that allow me to practice what you teach. Yeah, uh, and it helps that I've, I've done it through nutrition, fitness, and sure. just about everything else. So this is this is a really exciting part. Oh, I, I love it! I love it! I get all jacked up about stuff. This lights this lights me up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Number three. Number three. Number three would really be tap into the power of your imagination. Our, mind is a be- our minds are beautiful things, and we have the power to really, when we imagine and actually taking it a step further, embodying. Um, I worked with Lara Day and uh, her book, The Circle, um, How the Power of a Single Wish Can Change Your Life. You know, she talks about embodiment, and embodiment is a little bit different than visualization because you're actually feeling what it would feel like to have it here, to have it now. And when I work with clients, I have them write out their manifesto. I call it the Mojo Manifesto. And what what does your life look like when that desire or that goal is achieved? How are you going to show up? Who's going to be in your world? You know, how are you going to dress? How are you going to speak? Using all of your senses. So tapping into the imagination. And it's going back to when we were kids. It's exactly. daydreaming. Exactly. Yeah. And that's something I was doing <clears throat> with Kiena. It's like Excuse me. You go back to when you were a kid, you know, your imagination just right. wild, sometimes too much. Mm-hmm. And then you go through all this training and right. schooling and you get programmed and you lose a lot of that. And I always come back as like the imagination for me is I always got to go back to when I was a kid. Yeah. And just let it go. Just let everything go yeah. and just, there's nothing impossible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Nine or ten years old, right? Exactly. You, had, you had like the whole world ahead of you. Yeah. yeah, no worries. Yeah. Everybody wants to grow up so fast, but when I they know. grow up, they want to be a kid again. Yes, yes, yes. So the fourth would be create the space that is needed in your life. And this is a tough one for a lot of people because we need to let go of something. And it's the power of saying no. That's what I'm working on, actually. That's That's been my homework over the past few weeks. 
you know, just say, either say no or wait for 24 hours before saying yes. Because if your listeners are like me, I have a tendency to want to cram as much life into every day as possible. But when we overwhelm ourselves and when we aren't able to let go of some things, whether it be relationships or habits or just ways of thinking, or maybe it's like one of my clients said, Meg, I organized my bathroom and it was a spiritual experience. She decluttered, you know, just making space, whether it be in relationships or your physical environment is really powerful. And number five? Uh, Number five, connect, ask for support. And when I say connect, and that's another thing when I was doing these interviews, what people, I asked people to develop their mojo mantra, right? And using three words that would describe how do you want to feel every day? And I'll tell you, uh, two of the words that were most predominant was uh, were joy and connection. So connect with yourself, connect with others, the universe beyond, you know, that just ask for the help. That, you that is so key. So a lot of people that they don't want to ask for the help. Yeah. And they feel like if by asking for help, that it's a weakness. Mm-hmm. And, and they would be surprised that if you just ask for help, regardless of what it is on how many right. people that will actually step up to, to help you out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You're making me think of so many, <laughs> so many things. That we talk, right? this, is, this is your interview. Yeah. Yeah. Take it away. I think it's, it's, I, you know, the, for some reason when you were just saying that the image of people like with armor on, right. And, and, and just dropping that armor. I, I have a story uh, when I was back in corporate, one of the pivotal moments of when I wanted when I made the decision to leave, it didn't happen for a while, but I was down in West Palm Beach at, um, at our corporate office, and we were having a meeting, and, and I was sitting around the table with these wonderful people that I still consider my friends. I adore them. Um, but we were all so wound tight, and there was some finger pointing going on, and, and I'm just it was like an out-of-body experience. I just wanted to say, can we all just like drop our armor and not be trying to prove how much we know or how hard we've worked and instead, you know, just communicate. I, you know, one of the programs I, I do with my clients is um, it's uncovering your values. It's this experience that, that we do. And it's kind of like the DNA of who you are. It's your operating system, you know, what drives you, what, what gets you unstuck, what, what do you desire for yourself and for others. And when you think about it, those are the gifts that we bring. And when we can uncover what our values are, rather than coming to the work meeting and trying to, you know, prove how smart we are and how much we know. Instead, we can come with our armor down and just, sh- you know, express our gifts, our values. Yeah, that that's so sense. true. Yeah, I'm off on a tangent. No, that's okay. good. That's good. <laughs> so let's go a little bit deeper. Take a few minutes and take our, our listeners on a journey. Uh, that's uh, a great story that you've experienced and you'd like mm. to share. It could be anything from personal okay. or uh, for your business or your, your journey in life. Mm, okay. Oh, let's see. So there's a, there's a few. Um, okay. So after, um, about 10 years ago, I wanted to, 10 years ago, I went through a divorce and this is a story about following your gut. Okay. We'll go there. (laughs) And, uh, I was traveling every week for work and I was working out at a Marriott gym and it, you know, it's like one of those closet gyms where like the light is dim and the treadmill doesn't work. 
and it was really a metaphor for my life at that time. I was 40 pounds heavier than I am now. Um, I um, had left an abusive marriage. Everyone thought that I had it all together, but I was, you know, playing that chameleon like we talked about earlier. And I, I was on the treadmill and I looked up to Good Morning America and I saw Nicole Kidman. And she was talking about her divorce from Tom Cruise. And she was mentioning a book that um, had really helped her through this time in her life. And it was written by Laura Day. And there was something in me. I thought, I've got to go get that book. It's called Welcome to Your Crisis. So I, re I read the book and I emailed Laura. And she emailed me back. And I couldn't believe it because my self-confidence at that time, I couldn't believe that, you know, a New York Times bestselling author would actually write me back. And so flash forward literally six years, and I'm into coaching at this point. And I said to my friend, I was on the phone with her, and I said, you know, I think I'm going to reach out to that Laura Day. I've been reading her books, and I just, I don't know, I just want to get to know her more, maybe interview her. And she said, yeah, you should do that. And so it was one of those intuitive moments where you just, you knew that you must do that, right? And I got up to make some tea and I came back to my computer and I was going to email her and I opened it up and there was an email from her to her reader uh, list, her readership. Is, is that a word, readership? I don't know. <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. Let's call it readership. <laughs> and she didn't send them out that often, maybe once every month or so. And she extended a challenge to her, her, her readers that she would come to any city on her dime um, to, to do these free workshops on intuition and, and, and healing and all of that. And, but you had to get 50 people signed up. So I just emailed her back and I said, challenge accepted. And within a day I had about 70 people committed wow. and she um, flew into Milwaukee uh, three, four weeks later and we had over 300 people here in Tosa over yeah, at Unity. Yeah. yeah, so it was a really amazing experience. And then she was kind enough to, you know, work with me and mentor me over the next year or so and in her, her process that I alluded to earlier. But the reason I share that is that was a time in my life where I definitely followed my gut. I didn't know why, but I followed it. And it was a really fun experience. You could give advice to someone getting started in in your area of expertise. What nuggets would you share with them? I would. Sh okay. Well, I'm going to take this on a little bit of a different tangent. So, if someone wanted to get into what I'm doing, I would add, I would recommend number one that they find a mentor who is successful, who um, wants to pay it forward, who doesn't want to. I had a coach once say to me earlier when I when I was getting into coaching. Let's say her name was Betty, <laughs> and 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 we were putting together my website, and she said, "Well, listen, we need to Bettyize this." Oh, and I remember thinking, "Huh? You know what?" So you you want to find someone who doesn't want to mold you and into their mini me. Into, yeah, you want to find someone who will let you fly and and, and yourself. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then the third thing would be just get into that vibe of well, how would you? What would you be doing now if you were doing what you want to be doing? Um, a good friend of mine, Lauren, who you know, uh, she, uh, we were talking a couple weeks ago and she said, God, I just, I, I just want to pick up my, my bags and move to Paris for six months. 
And so I shared with her a story several years ago when I was on vacation and I, everything was rolling. It was like a working vacation. And my day went so smoothly. I'd wake up, I'd work out, I'd write, I'd do a little work, I'd have a little fun. I mean, it was just this beautiful mixture of fun and work and rest and relaxation and and I called it my vacation vibe. And I decided when I came home from vacation, well, wait a minute, why can't I bring that vibe into what I do every, every day? day? Yeah. And so if you were to move to Paris for six months, what would you do? You can do that here in Milwaukee, right? right. You probably go on walks. You probably go to, you know, get really great bread or, you know, taste great wine or go to the museums, you know, just get into that vibe. So someone who would want to get into what I do, get into that vibe, get into, you know, become a student of the industry, get on these podcasts like, like you're doing right now, um, read the books, talk to the people, just get into that, <laughs> I don't know, vortex or that energy field, and surround yourself with people that inspire you. That is incredible. I got that note, vacation vibe. Yeah, your vacation vibe. What would you do? I'm working on it this weekend. Cool. (laughs) What has got you fired up most about the future? Mm. What's got me fired up most is that I'm doing more work in corporate, and I love it. Uh, I resisted corporate for a while because I thought, well, I just want to work with people that want to, you know, come to me and and sign up for my coaching programs. Um, I'm a little nervous about going into corporate where um, someone's boss says, okay, I want you to work with Meg, or, you know, you've got to sit here for a day and and go through this workshop with Meg and, and her colleagues. But once I was able to break through that, I've realized, oh my gosh, they love it, right? When you think about it, people that are working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week in their jobs that are outside of our industry, they don't have the luxury of delving deep within themselves. Yeah, they're so wrapped up in their right. work 24-7. Yes. They got the phone and the laptops yes. next to them, and it just doesn't stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Okay. So what we have here is we're going to do two parts here. So first, how do people get a hold of you? How they can oh, contact you, which sure. is through the website, Facebook, your social media. And then I have a few rapid-fire questions that we're going to have some fun with. Okay, that sounds great. So my website is coachmegdaily.com, and daily is only D-A-L-Y. <laughs> and no, I'm not related to Mayor Daly. <laughs> and also Facebook, uh, you can find me um, under Coach Meg Daily. I also have a fun um, group called Get Your Mojo Back on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram. I'm MegDaily777 because that's good luck. 777, good luck. And that's my address. Very <laughs> cool. And you got to get on her website. She's got a lot of cool stuff out there just to, to play around with. Um, um, the five secrets, a couple other goodies that are out there, some daily emails and stuff like that. Make yeah. sure you sign up for them. So what we're going to do is just, I have some rapid-fire questions that I always have. These. Okay. And are you familiar with Tim Ferriss? Yes, I just saw him on Dr. Oz yesterday. Okay, he's so great. Cool. I love his book, and he's got he's a wonderful. bunch of questions, in, and I got one of his books. Um, the, was it Titan? Yes. The Titan. The one day he took all his podcasts yes. and put it into the book. That's what they were, I think they it's were referencing they were that. Yes, about, that. about but, your energy. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's an incredible book, and yeah. then... Um, I read it all the time, and I took it out of my office, and now I'm re- trying to remember these questions. I'm so happy that I do, but I got them on the phone, too. 
So we're going to use those <laughs> questions to um, dig a little bit deeper about you. And when I asked these, most people kind of looked at me kind of crazy. So the first thing is, what is something that you believe that other people think is insane? Oh, my Lord. Exactly. Um, that other people think is insane? Something that you believe in that other people think is insane. Okay, I'm just going to say it. I talk to my angels every day. <laughs> Talk to your angels every day. That's that's a first. Okay, I do. That's your I do. Angels. Hey, and, it works. And, and it works. Okay. It totally it, it works. works. I have okay. a little I have a little mantra, but yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. It helps me with the parking spots. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, you are you're down by the lake though, so that's that's tough. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. I'm telling you, yeah, oh, it works. Uh, what does the first sixty minutes of your day look like? Um. Okay. So, I open my eyes. And the minute my feet hit the floor, I do, um, can I do it for you really quick? Yeah. Okay. So it's called um, energy sourcing. And so I kind of set the tone for my day. I'm a big believer that we, you know, we can create the energy around us. And so I push my hands out. I can see you better over there. I won't be stuck between a rock and a hard place. I hold down the rising tides of emotion. I take the world off my shoulder. I can see you better over there. And your listeners can't see what I'm doing, but I'm literally like kind of pushing with my hands. So I say, so energy or negative energy, stay away just for today. It's almost like, boom, like it's a grounding exercise. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) When you think of the word success, who is the first person that comes into your mind and why? Um... Success. Um, I brought her up earlier, Oprah. And why? Oh, why? why? Because, because, um, because she's really able to draw out of people. I think their their true selves, and you know, people are able to be vulnerable around her and share their stories, which I think is a real gift. That is, that really is. The one last thing I want to talk about before yeah. I let you go <laughs> is when I heard you was listening to you recording this morning, is affirmations. Uh huh. And how important is that into a person's uh, life and how they want to change it or how they want to visualize yeah. where they want to go for it? So if you could spend a little, little time on that, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I work with people, a lot of times, and even in the corporate realm, when we really dig deep, a lot of times people figure out that they don't really like themselves very much. Uh, you know, they come to me for, I want a new job or I want to make more money or I want to find a relationship. But it eventually we peel back the onion and we go back to that. And so a lot of the mantras will set center around that. Like I am enough. I'm good enough not to get, what, what was that SNL skit? Stuart Smiley. But you know, it does, it works. Um, I have affirmations all around my house. People kind of giggle and then they copy me, and they're like, ah, it kind of works they on note cards. Them. Yeah, they're starting to write them down and right. put them throughout their house. Put them over a light switch. Um, if you come to my home, I have little note cards. You know, all is good. Um, all is well. I bless and prosper everyone I meet today, you know, and everyone, in, and vice versa. So, you know, and life loves you. Louise Hay wrote a great book called Life Loves You. And, um, you know, when we... I think when we care so much about what others think, we get back to the chameleon complex, right? When we care so much about what other people think, it's because we're really craving that acceptance from ourselves. So any affirmation that can move you forward to accepting yourself more is key. Is key. Mm -hmm. I have one I want to share. Oh, please. This is something I try to do every day, especially when I'm like feeling a little bit overwhelmed. Right. Like I wake up each day without the mental recognition of the possibility of defeat. This is my attitude, and it affects everything I do, say, or think. 
because I will not quit. And if I do get knocked down, I will get back up every single time. Boom. And that just dips you. It puts. Yeah, I, you, you do. He, yeah. You guys, I can verify he's got the goosebumps. goosebumps. <laughs> that, that, that pumps me up every time that I'm kind of like feeling a little bit overwhelmed or stressed out. I, I repeat that in my mind, in my mind. And I wrote I that, that years and years ago. And every once in a while, I have to bring that back up and remind myself. You know, you can change your attitude. And by changing your attitude, that's going to help you move forward. I, I love that. May I share one more? Sure. I feel like I'm one-upping. Do it. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> no, no. What you just said, it reminds me of a mantra that um, clients love. And it's, I wonder how good today could get. And that's Sonia Shoket, so that's I, I got to give props to her. But it's I wonder how good today could get. That's awesome. Yeah, Meg, I truly appreciate oh you gosh, being on the, the show today. Any last parting words for our listeners? Oh gosh, um, thank you for listening, and I hope that uh, you know just use the power of your mind to create the kind of lives that you desire, and. If you want to reach me, I oh, I also do free consults yep. over the phone. So if anyone is just curious about working with me, just give me a shout and we can chat. Again, how do they get in contact with sure, you? Sure, coachmegdaily.com. And my email is meg at coachmegdaily.com. Thank you so much, Meg, for taking your time out today. It's been an honor. Thank you. Awesome. This is going to be on iTunes, uh, also on a different couple websites, Facebook. Leave your comments, suggestions, any feedback that you like. And if you have any other guest topics that you'd like to hear, make sure and contact me through the websites. Thank you much.